Welcome to a new season of Tic Tac Topher. We're not only Xing and Oing our way through life together, but motivating our listeners along the way. This is Tic Tac Topher. All right, listeners, welcome to another episode. I am sitting here next to Brandon McGill. Brandon, how are you? I'm lovely. How about yourself? I am doing well. So, Brandon, what's what's going on in your life right now? Talk to me a little bit about who you are. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Brandon McGill. I'm a multimedia artist that uh, specializes in body art, um, music videos, movies, film, a uh, little bit of everything. And I've painted over 1,200 people, and I'm currently finishing up a tarot deck, which launches later on this month. Wow. On Kickstarter. That's awesome. So talk, I mean, what are some of the things that might, I mean, people out there just listening to you, mm. what are some of the pieces that uh, some of your brands have been recognized on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you've seen my work before, you've probably uh, seen it in either Echo Magazine, Ion, Advocate, Out. It's been on the CW Network. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dabbled in music videos and movies, a little bit of everything. Um, and it's just, it's really known for being kind of creepy and colorful and just a good time. That's yeah. my art really in a nutshell. Brandon, how, before diving into your episode, how did you get started in all of this? Oh yeah. So one of my canvas models, um, who was posing for me, um, asked, why don't you just put the paint on me? And I thought he was ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I did not do it. <laughs> I argued with him for about 10 minutes. He convinced me. We posted it on Facebook as kind of a joke and everyone was like, oh my God, this could be your thing. Yeah. And then within a year, I won Makeup Artist of the Year. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Well, I mean, you are definitely uh, ahead of a whole bunch of artists because now in 2021, Canvas is expensive. It is very expensive. So, yeah. And why not have it walk around and leave when you're done? I love that. I love that. And I mean, it makes for good Instagram. But um, exactly. Yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and actually get right into the question. Alrighty. Okay. Let's get in deep. So, Brandon, if you belonged, how free would you be? Uh, I would be exceptionally free just because I feel like if I had access to resources on an even even plane where everyone kind of had an even playing field, mm. um, I feel like I could really accomplish anything. Um, I feel like what's holding back a lot of people is access to resources, access to, to community, access to acceptance, access to mentors to build people up. Right. Um, and I feel like if I was able to both have access to that and then help other people achieve great success because of it, then I think that I would I would be doing just fine. Right. I mean, I, when you say access as well, I mean, I think that's why a lot of um, stories out there right now and, um, I mean, take Black Lives Matter, yeah, for instance, absolutely. right? I mean, that's why mm-hmm. that movement came to being. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so there's, there's certainly privilege, but also privilege Correct. opens up the doors to so many different things. So right. like me naturally... Um, as a non-binary, uh, heterosexual, not heterosexual, <laughs> white Caucasian, sorry, right. <laughs> they get so equated with each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have certain levels of privilege and certain levels of access and right. I recognize that. And then I try to use that platform to help other people because right. if you have that access, it's kind of your responsibility to do something positive with it because for so long people haven't. I agree. No, I agree. So, uh, what do you think is in your way at the moment of trying to create just artistically in general. I mean, from like a comedic perspective, like a lack of health insurance. <laughs> I mean, me too. Absolutely. I think everybody kind of could agree with that one. Just being a millennial in general. I'm, I'm not ill right now. I'm just saying in general, right. that's, that's a big concern, right? Right. I, I feel like a lot of creative people, a lot of people in general lack 
just resources. Like I'm successful right. on paper. A lot of people look at me and they're like, hey, this person is successful. They're, they have everything's working for them. Mm. But it's also really hard to be a self-employed artist. There's a lot of sacrifices you have to make right. to achieve that success. And so I feel like if people had uh, a playing field where where basic needs were met or even like a universal basic income or mm. we raised the minimum wages to where they were fair and we created job programs for people that made sense. Right. You know, not everyone can be a construction worker. That's not a great economic plan. Right? Um, now, talk to me a little bit about your uh, art pieces and mm. kind of, I mean, you talked to us a little bit about in the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um really about this body painting, right? It sounds yeah. a lot like a, I mean, you're telling a story mm-hmm. with people's bodies. It's a journey for both myself and the model because the model has to overcome any body dysmorphia, right. any challenges they have that they see their body with, right? right? And then they're entering entering a vulnerable space with someone who's clothed uh-huh. in a studio that maybe they're not familiar with, uh-huh. right? And then they're going to get undressed and get painted right. over five, six, seven hour period. Mm-hmm. That is a That is such a journey. And so I need to be there as sort of their witness and someone that makes them feel comfortable mm. and helps them through that process and doesn't mm-hmm. make it weird for them. Right. Um, and I think that that's been part of my success is because I'm taking them from start to finish. I'm, I'm tearing down their layers and then I'm building them up as a beautiful art piece. And I then they that. look at themselves and they're like, actually now I feel stronger as this new version of myself. Right. Right. And so people have these pivotal moments and it's happened enough times where I don't think it's an isolated incident where people have told me afterwards, I feel stronger because of you. I feel right. more confident because of you. And so it it moved beyond just putting art on people. It moved beyond just being a thing about me. It mm-hmm. became a thing about connecting with people, making great art together, but doing it as something where we're really working on it as a, as a pair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, kind of bringing it back to the season two topic of Mm -hmm. wanting to belong. I feel Mm -hmm. like you're really helping people kind of push past that brick wall Mm -hmm. of self shame. Yes. And my body is fat when I look in the mirror. Why can't I lose these seven pounds or I don't look a certain way on grinder. So why Mm -hmm. should I ever expect that? that perfect Prince Charming to come through the door and save me. And the story is, is that our bodies are a work in progress. Correct. Our, our, our insides, our personality is a work in progress. All of it is a work in progress. Correct. So even if you attain that moment where mm-hmm. you feel good about your body, you're going to eat a cheeseburger the next day and it's going to be different, right? It'll taste so, better. So don't, don't feel guilt about your body going right. up and down because it's just part of your natural flow. We, we talked about all of these body pieces, yeah. right? That you do these beautiful, beautiful, almost black lit painting mm-hmm. type of stuff. Um, one, how long do these these pieces take? And two, what type of material do you use? That's a good question. I think it really depends on the series. Um, I've done over 1,200 body paintings, and I've done probably nine or 10 major series. Okay. And each one focuses on a different theme. And the reason why I do it is that way people are attracted to the theme, and it's easy to sell that idea. Mm-hmm. If you give people an example, they're like, aha, I can be this cool monster, or I can be this cool god, or I can be this superhero. Right. And so once that's established, um, then I usually paint between 50 to 70 people per project. Um, people apply, I go through the list, I try to narrow it down to what kind of matches the best. And then sometimes it's just, you know, if it's an open project, then it's whatever. Um, and then we create the magic together, um, usually over about a two or three month period. Um, and then I just consistently do that year after year, one project after the next. Um, I produce books. Um, I've done like live gallery shows. I've taken some of my shows to galleries. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just that kind of like natural flow. No, I love that. I mean, mm. our, as far as time, just so some of our listeners out there can mm. really take into 
understanding yeah. of how committed you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, some of these artists, I mean, how long do they have to, to stand there while, while you're doing this? Well, for example, like on a shorter end, if it's a painting that's on the, the smaller side, maybe three hours. Okay. Um, that's probably the briefest I'll go. I don't really like doing face paintings. Right. Um, I like to do the full transformation. And then uh-huh. uh, on the longer side, 10, 12, 16 hours. But those are usually, if we're doing like a movie, right. we're doing like something that's a big production. Okay. Then we want to hit those numbers. Um, I've done runway shows before. So, you know, you end up doing some in the studio and some on the runway. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the most like um, memorable moments that you have like over your career mm. kind of getting into that? Probably doing the movie Souls um, with the director Malachi. Uh-huh. Um, that one we filmed in the desert and I painted these beautiful bodies um, with this Afro cyber futuristic body art that mm-hmm. I kind of came up with looking at different travel designs. Um, but to see the movie, it was just so powerful to see uh, uh, talk about Alzheimer's. The movie really focuses on that and dementia right. and losing someone, but then also tell it with body art. I found that really profound and beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I also seen, have seen my art in plays and other stuff like that too. So that's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I mean, the body has so much to tell. There's so much, the body itself and the expression and, and people, they have so many stories in just their eyes. Right. But then if you just dazzle them with some art, imagine what you can do. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. So, um, Talk to me, I'm not sure how much you're willing to share, mm-hmm. but talk to me a little bit about what's coming down the pipeline in your career. Ooh, yeah. So I haven't announced it yet, um, but um, my next project, the code word for it is V for variant. Mm. And I'm not going to say too much more about that because I don't want to spoil it. It's okay. But if you think about variant and if you think about it in popular culture and popular media, Just right now. Sure, right. you're sure you can get some ideas of what it might be focusing on. Uh-huh. Um, but it's basically a fan service project. I wanted to do right. something for the fans to get people excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually go back and forth between projects that are personal to me and projects right. that maybe the fans might be invested in. Yeah, no, I love that very little amount of what I've seen, which is of no comparison, but some face paintings that I've seen, it's just, it gets me so intrigued. I can Mm -hmm. only imagine what it would be like to be on set with you. It's a a fun time. Uh, It's, it's very like, it's very encouraging. It's very chill. It's very supportive, but it's also like a fun time. Like we tell jokes, we we have, we have a blast. So how did the pandemic affect you? Uh, It it affected me in a myriad of ways, actually. Um, so not only did it affect me from an income level, like it affected everyone, right. um, but the gallery that I was going to have my tarot show at closed. Um, the job that my partner was working at, which was at the gallery, he lost that. Mm-hmm. Um, family members died, lost my fiance of two and a half years, um, lost my second job that I was designing a video game art, or uh-huh. designing video game art for. So like every everything, it was loss after loss after loss. I felt like all year long, it was just a string of grief. And the only thing that was keeping me going was getting this tarot deck done. Right. I was like, I've already put too much work into this. I've put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. I need to make it happen. Right. But it was hard because you can't roll through trying to launch a new product with mm. a bunch of grief. People don't want to hear that. They'll tune out. And so it's a balance of being real with people and saying, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going through a lot, but also I'm really excited about this. <laughs> right. No, I, I agree. And I mean, uh, not to get too deep, but I, I, I had my own experience with some grief at the beginning mm. of uh, Sorry, 2020, man. end of 2019, mm. and it shook up my family life a little bit, yeah. but grief, sometimes you have to just feel it. You have to be in it, mm-hmm. and you can't describe it to anybody. Mm-hmm. You really can't. Um, what 
It's like a constant long-term heartbreak. It is. And it's kind of like, almost like that suffocation feeling like Mm -hmm. to where like my, what, what I, what helped me was listening to show tunes in the shower. Hmm. And I don't know what it did, but it just kind of made me like recover in a way. The energy and the BPM. I think, I think that's probably what it was. (laughs) But um, to some of our listeners out there, what was, or what would be one recommendation talking to them of just one person saying, I just can't physically get out of bed today. Mm. I mean, I've had to have that same conversation with myself. So that's a great question. Yeah. Uh, my, my philosophy or my view on that is that now is not forever. Mm. And now may be really hard and it's okay to admit that it's hard. Right. But now is not forever. Right. And tomorrow things may be amazing. And I think that's the powerful thing is that tomorrow, maybe you'll figure it out. Tomorrow, the solution may come together. Tomorrow, you'll be like, this is what I need to do to make everything happen. And that is when you'll take control of your life. And these events that are hard will feel more and more distant. Um, and there'll be a thing of the past. And you can look back and go, well, that sucked. But I got through it. Yeah. No, I agree. It's not the fact that it won't ever less suck in in the future. It's the fact, and it's the best metaphorical picture that I've ever seen. Mm. And grief being a ping pong ball Mm -hmm. and life being the glass. Yeah. Right. And eventually grief doesn't change in size, Mm -hmm. but the glass gets bigger. Mm. And it stops bouncing around. It stops bouncing around. And suddenly grief doesn't take up as much space in your life anymore. I like that. Right? Yeah. You just get used to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all righty. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for coming today and having this yeah, conversation absolutely. and allowing the listeners to kind of tune in to your life. Um, where can they find you? I mean, you have some really cool stuff uh, up and coming. Uh, if they wanted to kind of just Google search you or just find you on the things that I like to call the interwebs, uh, where can they find you? That is a fabulous question. I'm literally everywhere. So if you Google Brandon McGill, you'll find me. But if you want to find me on Instagram or most other social media, it's Body Art Brandon. Um, I think that's maybe even Twitch as well. Um, Snapchat, I think, is the only weird one, and it's Photoreceptor. But yeah, Body Art Brandon or BrandonMcGill.com is a great place to find me. Body Art Brandon. Oh, and Patreon. Oh, yeah. Patreon. Patreon is actually what got me through the pandemic. Oh, wow. I don't know if you've heard of Patreon, but it's a great service. Um, and at patreon.com forward slash ABBM, I post... Uh, updates constantly video content all sorts of cool features stories you name it so yeah i love it yeah Yeah. i'm definitely uh recommending all of the listeners out there to go check him out he some of the stuff that he does it just blows me away um and that's not easy to do so um love each and every single one of you guys thank you guys for tuning in and taking the time to listen to our stories hope you guys are doing wonderful and stay safe bye-bye is Tic-Tac-Tofer. Over.